gotta be kidding me. You're gonna risk the entire mission for a mental defective dress as a court jester. This coming from a guy that wears a toilet seat on his head? We don't leave one of our own behind. Hopefully Harley's still alive. No funny business, Colonel. These are dangerous people. Team two is clear to go. Fire up. Three, two. What are you guys doing? You, we're, we're here to save you. You were gonna save me? It was a really good plan, too. Well, I can go back inside and you can still do it. That's patronizing. I'm so sorry. Harley Quinn. Bloodsport. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy Sequel Remix. This is episode 348. I'm Yep, we're going. I wasn't quite ready. Oh, man, I just, yeah, I just jumped right in. I was like, oh. Mike doesn't have his notebook. I think he, I think he's just freestyling this. Yeah, I, I for I had a weird day at work, so I yeah. forgot my notebook at work, and 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 here I am. Yeah, I'm here. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll stall while, while you get your notes up. Okay, Whew, I'm ready. Oh, boom, we did it. Jeez, we'll just jump right into it because I think we did all our vamping before we hit record. Uh, what are you watching? Oh, I mean, I'm actually pretty excited to report on what I watched. Um, a few things here, not a lot. Some things. One, Mark, I watched something you recommended to me last week. Summer Rental. Oh, yeah. Watch Summer Rental. John Candy, 1985. Pre-Great Outdoors, which was why you mentioned it, because I watched Pre-Great yeah. Outdoors the last time we met. That's a that's a fun little fun little vacation movie. Yeah. It's not it's not great, but it's it's cool. It's got a really dumb ending. I don't remember that. I, it, the, so the ending, was the boat race, right? The ending's the boat race. Yeah. But up until this point, it hasn't been, like, too over-the-top dumb-dumb. Yeah. But then he hoists his pants into the oh, air. Oh, to get the extra sail. To get the extra sail. <laughs> and that's the point where I'm like, okay, now we're into dumb-dumb mode. Yeah. Uh, which we hadn't reached until then, so I don't know why they decided to do that. Because up until then, it was actually, it was funny, but it was actually kind of a stressful movie. Mm-hmm. And John Candy ha- has a legitimate like character arc, and yeah. as this workaholic, and and I I just was like, it was a different kind of John Candy movie, mm-hmm. and I that and I'd never seen it, and I, I enjoyed it. And yeah. Rip Torn has always been old. Rip Tor- yeah, Rip Torn is the I was like, who else is in that? And Rip yeah. Torn's the pirate. He's the pirate, and then there's a few of those era those. Uh, John Larroquette is is a tiny role in uh. it, and that's an interesting role because John Larroquette shows up, and you think he might end up being this problem that like maybe tries to start seducing John Candy's wife on vacation. Oh right, yeah. Because he kind of saves the day at the movie theater um, by paying for the tickets because she forgot her wallet or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this guy seems like a skis. Yeah. But it turns out now he's just good, just a cool dude. Yeah. Just a nice dude, and he's not in it very much. But he's just nice, dude. All I remember, I, it, Great Outdoors, I, I think I prefer Great Outdoors to Summer Rental. But it's far better, yeah. Yeah. You brought Great Outdoors, like, oh, yeah, there's also Summer Rental. That's a good double feature. The only thing I really remember from Summer Rental is him carrying the cooler, and it has the leak. Yes. As he goes to the beach, and then that it ends with the boat race. Yes. And that's 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 all I remember from the movie. And even, the, so even, like, that beach scene, he's carrying the, the, be, the, the coolers. It's kind of almost... It's kind of a realistic thing uh-huh. and funny because those beaches are crowded like yeah. that. And I have picked up my cooler and have spilled water all over the place because yeah. I forgot to plug the hole. If I remember, 
it, that it opens, it's like showing like a bunch of hot people on the beach, like young 80s people. And then, it, you know, John Candy's the family man. He has to like have all this gear to take his two or three, four kids to the beach. Yeah, and, and, it, and it's interesting too because when they first get there, they go to the wrong rental. Uh, they go to like beachside place, oh, not yeah. beachside road. And so the rental they think they're in is like this real nice place. And they got a private beach with a bunch of hot bodies out on it, yeah. you know. Turns out they're in the wrong rental. Their rental's junky on the access to the public beach. Yeah, everybody has to walk yeah. by the window. Yep. Yeah. And so it's actually like a it's actually a pretty it's a it's a fun little movie. Um Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would I a rental. Yeah, I'd watch that. I'd I would if I had to choose, I'd I'd go grand outdoors. Yeah. Um just a little just a little more fun. But some rentals it's good. It's good. And a little social commentary on how uh, we treat um, our our uh, air traffic controllers. Yeah. So, we, you know, they need more rest. <laughs> okay. Stressful job. Breaking Bad showed us that. Moving on. I watched one of the new Netflix hotness, uh, Beckett. Uh, uh, what's his name? John Michael Adams? Mike, or John Michael Washington? Oh, John, John, David John David Washington. John David Washington. Yeah, this uh, new Netflix release. Um, brief, brief synopsis. On vacation in Greece. Um, ends up in this, like, political... It's thriller situation. Uh-huh. Um it's a total mess. Okay. The movie's a total mess. It's not bad. Yeah. But it's definitely not good, and it's it's uh it's skippable. Yeah, I, I think I saw the, I think I logged in Netflix and this trailer started playing. I think I watched a bit of it. I was like, this seems like a joint production between like an American production company and a foreign production company. Kind of had that. Could have been. Could have been. And you could tell it was shot on location. Yeah. Um, Alicia Vikander is in the uh. beginning. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's got some. Yeah, it's I just kind of a problem with Netflix. For every Triple Frontier, we get like a bunch of movies that I go, "Is that guy's famous? Is this good?" Yeah, I mean, like. I watched because I'm like I like him. Yeah. I liked. I like. I mean, the only thing I've seen that he's in is is the Black Klansman. And I well, in it. the first season of Ballers. In the first season of Ballers, um, I only made it through like the first two episodes of Ballers. First two episodes of Ballers, he's in it. But, but I, it's got. There's just too many problems to skip. Yeah. Too many. Like right when I got done watching, I'm like yeah okay, but the next day I started thinking about all these plot holes and. And I'm like, yeah, let's just... Nah, skip it. Oh. Skip it. Have you seen Tenet? I haven't seen Tenet. Okay. Yet. John David Washington's in it, but it's also a movie don't think about the plot at all. Yeah, I have maybe you'll, Maybe you'll unlock it. I haven't I seen Tenet yet. I, I keep putting it off. I don't know why. It, it came up recently in conversation just last week. My boss finally saw it, and he's an older man, and he was like, I had no idea what's going on. I was like, hey, I've seen it twice. I still know what's going on, so you're not alone. It's, hmm. Yeah. Um... Uh, I watched another new one. Um, Twenty uh, recent release, joint joint release, uh, Reminiscence. Oh Hugh, yeah, Hugh Jackman's vehicle. Uh, watched on HBO. Yeah. Um, Same day as theaters. It is 
It's okay. Yeah. It is really close to being a outstanding film noir. Okay. Like so close to being an outstanding film noir. But there are I don't want to get too into it, but they they there's things that are inserted in that movie that bring it down. It's so close, though. Man, it is so close. I'm, I'm so disappointed with how close they got uh, to being an outstanding movie, but just these few things, like, kind of bring it to, like, an average movie. I uh, I saw the trailer for this. I was gone on HBO Max, and, you know, they have all their coming, you know, same day as theaters, they have, like, their own section. You can watch all the trailers. And I watched the show for this, and I, I just, I, my initial reaction was, this looks bad. Um, I'm glad it's on HBO Max. This is, like, if I saw, if this was an option for me to go to the theater, based on the trailer alone, it would be skippable. But because it's HBO Max, and my, you know, I got 30 days. I might check it out. I was going to send this to you, because as you know, I do love a good mixed together uh, genre. Good fusion, yeah. I was on uh, Letterboxd, and Reminiscence just came out, so, you know, some people I follow saw Reminiscence. I checked out some of their, their reviews, and this guy said, uh, uh, Excellent cast, interesting premise, an evocative dystopian world, and a gorgeous production design. Pretty much everything you'd want from a modern tech noir. And yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted from a modern tech noir, but yeah, I guess I would want an interesting premise, an excellent cast, uh, a gorgeous production design, and an evocative dystopian world. It, but modern tech noir. That's a new one. It's got all that. Yeah. And that is actually a really good, like, Fusion of like what it would be if you were gonna create this fusion genre, modern tech noir. Yeah, would. and I want to ask this guy like, give me three other examples. I mean, the, if the, it's a genre, there's gotta be others. And he's right. The setting is the setting yeah. is fantastic. It is a beautifully shot movie. The premise is cool as hell. Uh, um, man, it's close. Yeah, it is so close. But there's just like yeah, maybe after you see, it, we can talk about it. There's a there's just a couple things they do, and I it just like, why the hell did you think you needed that? Yeah. Um, you know, you know what I do appreciate is that based on the trailer, I would have guessed this movie came in at two hours fifteen minutes, under two. Yeah, I think it was like one forty four. Uh, if I recall, one hundred sixteen minutes. So it's at one fifty six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, that, I remember that being. I seen that it was under two when I started. My yeah. So I might check that out. Yeah, and then I, I think it's worth watching just to get an opinion yeah. on it because and it's on HBO Max. Yeah, it's gonna cost me nothing except for two hours of my time. And then I um, I got to the theater and I went and I saw Free Guy. Oh right. Yeah, Free Guy's good. Is it okay. Free Guy is a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's Free Guy is a video game movie. May it be the best video game movie? Yeah, it may be the best video game movie. Um. It's not based on a video game. Yeah, right. But it's a video game movie. Yeah. And it's good. It's fun. Ron Reynolds is outstanding. Great supporting cast. Tons of cameos throughout. It's it's awesome. I, I highly recommend it. Right. Highly recommend Free Guy. Um, I was uh, grocery shopping with my family. Uh, wife, young son. And we were uh, getting groceries. And uh, we were checking out. And uh, you... Kind of the norm. People will comment on on the baby, and that's what they were doing. And then uh, out of nowhere, the guy bagging uh, goes, "Hey, if you guys are looking for a good uh, family movie, might I recommend Free Guy?" Oh, and <laughs> I, I was, I thought 
was like, oh, did I miss part of this conversation? How do we get talking about movies? But uh, he just threw it out there. Apropos of nothing, just, hey, go check out Free Guy. Yeah, you know, it is like, a, in my mind, I, like, I don't think I think my my infant son to Free Guy. You could take an infant because he wouldn't comprehend it right. at all. I'd be rude. But if you started crying, you'd yeah. have a guy like me behind you, like, yeah. like doing things like this. Right. And uh, the, cam- the, the camera clearly picked that up for the podcast, the <laughs> yeah. my, like, hand gesture. They know, they know exactly. Anybody who's been to the theater with a baby, they, they know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't I wouldn't come out and say it's a family movie. It is a family movie if your kids are I would say ten and up. Yeah, maybe you meant like family movie like me and my wife can go see it. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's like a date. movie. That would be a great date movie actually. Yeah. It'd be a fun little date movie. Yeah, because he did say he, he he goes yeah it's a action romance movie. Yeah, that's what he, that's what he said. Action said, romance comedy. It's just a it's a fun movie. It's a it's a good movie. I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah. I said uh, thanks. I'm gonna check it out. Yep. And then I had go through the left. I had a great time watching that. I'd watch it again, no doubt. Yeah. All right. Free guy. Free guy. Uh, that's that's it. Other than uh, what we did for the show. All so right. what about you? What are you What do you got under your belt? I'm not made out the theater, though. I did get uh, charged my twenty one dollars for. Um, my regal and limited. So you, so you can go to the theater. If that's the that. Yeah. That's what counts. You can yes. go and if I'm, you want. I'm gonna make my money back. Prior to September. Yeah, you're gonna knock out like ten movies in a in a month. Yeah. Gonna... And they're gonna be like, we gotta cut this. We gotta put limits on yeah. this because this guy is yeah, milking this, this guy. Yeah. He's uh. Yeah. He, he's uh. He's bankrupting us. Oh, it's <laughs> this movie pass all over again with this guy. Yep. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, there's like a weekend in October where like Cry Macho, Jackass 5, and uh, like two other movies all hit the same day. So oh, I'll yeah. Make a weekend out of that. Uh, I did watch some movies on uh, streaming, though. So I uh, did rewatch Quiet Place Part 2 because it's new to rent. My wife didn't see it. Watched it again. Uh, yeah, I like that movie. It's good. It's a. Uh, Quick, I mean, we, we we did a whole episode on it, but yeah, it's it's a yep. nice quick paced uh, monster movie. It's good. It's a, that movie is a tight movie. Yes, yeah. It, it, there's no lo- there's nothing loose hanging dangling out. It's a tight, concise. It's like, oh man, they could have sped this up a little bit. Yeah. Or why, why is this hanging in there? No, it's like an hour forty minutes. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> I watched. This was on Netflix. I watched a movie called A Ghost Story, starring. Um, uh, Ben Affleck's brother, Casey Affleck, and Rooney Mara. And it's directed by the guy who did The Green Knight. Um, so I wanted to check it out because I heard an interview with that guy. I was like, that guy sounds cool. Let me check out his movies. Um, it's a very... I, I liked it. It's a very... It's it's artsy. Like, it, it it's... Um, it's uh, I don't want to say pretentious, but it's kind of... You know, this, it, it's... Um, it's an art house film, so if, if and it's quiet and there's not a lot of dialogue and, but it's good. It's 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 not scary. It's called a ghost story, but it's more about a, like a relationship and like uh, loss and stuff like that and grief. But uh, yeah, Rudy Mara, it's good. It, I mean, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird movie, but it's on Netflix. Um, Where do we stand on Casey Affleck? Well, I watched another movie, another Casey Affleck movie. Okay, so maybe this will open up because he is in it, but. He does not have a lot of... So there's not a lot of dialogue. So he doesn't, like... There's not a lot of speaking in this movie. There's not a lot of, like... 
he doesn't have to do a lot of acting in this movie, though, like, in the right headspace, like, it, when I was watching, I was like, oh, this is sad. Like, it didn't make me cry, but a lot of reviews, I said, oh, this, like, makes you cry. It didn't make me cry. Rudy Mara, I think, is doing a lot of the heavy acting lifting, even though she's not on the dial, but, like, physically, she's doing a lot of the... But, I watched another movie with Casey Affleck, 2019's movie, Our Friend, which is another tearjerker, stars Casey Affleck, uh, Dakota Johnson, and Jason Segel. Um, I really like Jason Segel. Him being in this movie, it's, it's a drama, but it's also comedy. It's mostly a drama, because, but because Jason Segel's in it, he brings some humor to a very heavy film. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also about, you know, grieving and, and death and stuff. And uh, uh, seeing him, I said, I want to see more Jason Segel and stuff. I like him. Where's he been lately? Yeah. He was doing this movie, and uh, he did a movie I watched a couple years ago, but it had Jesse Eisenberg, and it was uh, a movie based on the guy who wrote Infinite Jest, um, which I, I never read, but... Um, you know, interesting author author who wrote well, one book and then, uh, um, you know, dealt with, like, his fame. and Yeah, I mean, the um, last thing I saw with him was that that sci-fi thing that Netflix did. Uh, I think we talked... I, I mentioned it on the show probably two, three years ago I watched. I don't remember. Jason Siegel? Yeah, he's... A, yeah. Yeah, I think he's doing, like, a lot of... I mean, so, I don't know what the last movie Jason Siegel... Started and they got released in theaters. And forgetting Sarah Marshall, I know I I couldn't tell you sex tape with I, uh, Cameron Diaz. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but I like him when he shows up and stuff. And uh, the last two things I, I remember seeing him in were like drama roles where he gets to bring some of his like his person his comedic personality to a drama role, which really works because it kind of kind of cuts it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like him. Casey Affleck, I think is a so in. Our friend, he gets to do a lot more, and I think he's a really good actor. Um, you know, uh, he was in Manchester by the Sea. He won the Academy Award for that. I thought that was a really good role for it. He, he does... Maybe it's because watching Manchester by the Sea, Ghost Story, Our Friend so close together, or, you know, watching those two so close together, and then remembering Manchester by the Sea. He, I, I don't know if he's a one-note, like, he plays a sad sack very well. I feel like that's his his deal. Yeah, but he's the I, best part I, of. Um, well, I don't want to say the best part, but I really liked him in uh, Good Will Hunting. Where yeah. he play a sad sack. I liked him in uh, Johnny Mona. Yeah, but now I really feel like yeah, he's kind of that. This is like. I guess I meant more thing. like where do we stand? Where does society stand? Oh, like, yeah. Are so, we okay with him? Because I feel like since he's been doing movies and stuff, he's not like ousted like. From Hollywood. Yeah. So after Just after the allegations. See, I, I don't know what happened to that. Our friend, I was kind of reading about that. and I guess on the... If you look at like a spectrum of like, you know, Harvey Weinstein on this end and like, you know, a douchebag on this end. At the worst case, reading the allegations, like, oh, I believe that he's probably an asshole. Like, I could probably see that. And then how much of the allegations are actually true kind of points paints as like yeah you know he's not Harvey Weinstein but he's kind of a he's bad dude problematic yeah, I, I just remember like when he won the academy you yeah know, he, the allegations came or what I, they were really true allegations but yeah. whatever came out came out like right before the right. academy awards and then he won and then I remember like seeing blips about 
actresses at the Academy Awards yeah. just being pissed. Yeah. Um, but then I didn't hear anything. Ever since that, I hadn't heard another thing. Right. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, and I haven't seen a Casey Affleck movie since then, so... Yeah. Maybe well, and, and our friend is 2019, so that's after, um, after that that happened. Right. But yeah, like, reading into it, and, you know, who knows what, what happened. At the very least, he does seem kind of like, a, like an asshole. Yeah, I mean, I like to let the evidence come through. I don't like to make a judgment based yeah. on, like, allegations, because those happen all the time. But, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just like, where do we stand on Casey? Yeah. Because every time I, I, I go by Manchester, by, I still haven't seen it yet. And yeah. I see it on Amazon. I'm like, I really want to watch it. I'm like, can I? Oh, yeah, I don't think he's... Um, I mean, I'm not going to know... I'm not, I don't think he's Kevin Spacey. And I mean, I, I mean, I didn't go to the Michael Jackson thing at, at Mandalay Bay because of the Michael Jackson documentary. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, okay, so with the allegation, so I just recently wrote about this, is that he was very rude to female crew members. And so this is the movie he, he directed, the, the documentary with um, um, what Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. Is that... Were so he you was, ever really there? Yeah. He was going through divorce. He was very rude to uh, uh, crew members. He was intimidating he uh you know sexually harassed comment wise and then uh he ended up drunkenly like in the same bed as someone because they were like you know cheap production so like renting a house right. kind of thing and then you know she like kicks him out of his room you know kind of thing um yeah so he's you know he's not harvey weinstein but if you know you believe those allegations it's like oh yeah no you sound like a like an ass, like a like a douchebag. Maybe made some questionable moves. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, a problematic gotcha. guy to be I in mean, charge. You know. Usually, when people are going through divorce, they write like a hit song. Or yeah, something. that would be nice. They don't molest girls, but right, or at least not do a weird documentary that I don't want to see. Like, make, you know, make some art. But yeah, don't don't harass, don't molest people. That's you know what? That's a DBVG. We're we're on the record. If you're going through divorce. That's no excuse. Don't molest people. <laughs> yeah. I'm on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We'll take out divorce. Out of it. Whatever you go through in life. Don't molest don't people. Don't molest people. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't think you're going to see Casey Affleck. Uh, I don't know. I think he's going to be leading uh, the next Marvel movie. <laughs> no. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I, I think he's a good actor, but I do think he kind of just plays like... Like the sad sack guy now. Yeah, he does. He's got that. He's gonna be typecast as that forever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that does it well. Who's so, me? Yeah, he's very. If they do a live action uh, Winnie the Pooh, he can be you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they've done a live action Winnie the Pooh. Uh, okay, so saw that one other movie I watched, uh, 2021 release, uh, rented this movie. Uh, I watched Nobody. Starring Bob Odenkirk. Oh, and yeah. I wanted to see that. I liked it. It was fun. It's it, in this new world of John Wicks and what, what's that new, um, what's the Karen Gillan movie we just watched? Uh, Gunpowder Milkshake. Gunpowder Milkshake. And he's a hitman or an assassin of some sort or some sort of what military CIA operative. And he's got he's got to do some stuff. And I want to see that. One yeah, right it's now. kind of fun just watching Bob Odenkirk, you know, kick the shit out of people. That sounds and, good. Yeah, I need to check that out. Yeah, it, it was fun. Out. It's you know, if if John Wick is the gold star, you know, this is not John Wick, but this is a solid entry into 
these type of movies. So cool. yeah, I, I like nobody. I thought cool. it was I thought it was a fun time. Um, and uh, yeah, Christopher Lloyd's in it. Oh, that's not a spoiler. He, he's he, he's in it. Like, nice. He's, 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 he's one of the members of it. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Christopher Lloyd doing his thing, and that's it. That's, that's what I watched, except for the uh, the movies we watched for uh, for can, this show. Can I honorable mention a few things? Yeah, I've been I've been checking out some TV shows. Oh, sure. I'd like to honorable mention, um, I finished the final season of uh, Kim's Convenience. Oh, I didn't dip into that yet. Still super sad. It's ending. Yeah. Um, they know how to end a show, though. They they that show was uh, the cast. Uh, that was a surprise cancellation. Yes, and they did. They did a a very uh, graceful. They 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 wrapped it up gracefully. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, the son is in. He's a new Marvel hero. Yeah, Shang Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it comes and, out this Friday. And I think, I think he is a great actor. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be hopefully a hit. Yeah. And then um, he's in shape. You know, he looks like a Marvel superhero. Oh, he's super jacked. Yeah, yeah. I always liked uh, I like Jung in that. Yeah, and then um, I'd also like to honorable mention. I started watching uh, FX show, which I think is a pretty popular FX show. Uh, Mister In Between. I've been seeing commercials for that. It yeah. is so good. Yeah. It is so good. I believe it's an Australian show that X- F- FX is just you know like bought the rights for. Mister mm-hmm. In Between is fantastic. Um, and then also I started watching The White Lotus on HBO. Okay, my wife watched um, that. Um, seen the first episode, don't know what the hell I'm watching, but I'm ready for another one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, honorable mention TV, I finished season two of Dave. That's a great season of television. <laughs> it's something else, isn't it? Yeah. Com- comedy's wild, man. I mean, maybe I'm just thinking like that and like Atlanta, but how like... If you, uh, I, that's someone else posted this, but it, if you told me that the show three years ago where the guy was coming out of a pair of underwears was going to make you cry by the end of season two, I'd be like, nah, you're, no, little Dicky, little Dicky's going to be, that, that finale is so good. Um, finished Mayor of Easttown. Love a good mystery. Oh. Edge, edge of my seat the whole time. Uh, I guess right on a joke, so... You know, I watch it, and you know, I, I, at, at any point, I actually say, that's the killer, that's the killer, that's the killer. But then I was like, nah, that's the killer. <laughs> and then, wouldn't you know it? Maybe I should be the mayor of East Town. Uh, also, she should move. No one appreciates, <laughs> no one appreciates mayor in that fucking city. No, they don't. They do not. Under Underappreciated. Uh, <laughs> mayor of East Town, Dave. Oh, and then honorable mention, since we're talking about shows we just started, it's also an FX show. I watched the first episode. I liked it. I, I'm curious to see what, what episode two is. I watched uh, Reservation Dogs. Oh, and, I uh, forgot about yeah. that one. I, I don't, like the first episode. You know, it's a lot of setup, right? You got uh-huh. all the characters, where they where they live, the the and uh, but I dug it, and I want to see what episode two is about. Yeah, I want. I've been seeing the the previews for that when I've been watching uh, uh, Mister In Between, yeah. and I'm like, check that out. Check that out because I like I like uh, that one. Actor, I think he must play the sheriff or something. Um, I see him in some stuff. Native American guy. Yeah, he's probably the only notable guy because... Uh, he's in Fargo, and I, I really loved him in Fargo. Yeah. The, I think he's in season two of Fargo. Yeah, the rest are, the rest are kid, you know, teens. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, definitely there, there's an older guy who plays like the, like the 
chief cop, um, the chief of police. And, um, yeah, he's definitely a guy you see him. I was like, I know that guy. And then there's one other guy that you see his face. You go, I, I know you from somewhere. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, check out those TV recommendations. We watched uh, two other movies in preparation for this week's episode. We watched the 2021 sequel to the 2016 movie Suicide Squad. We watched The Suicide Squad. Oh, excuse me. The Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. No, The. Cleaner. Suicide Squad Cleaner. Uh, it was a 2016 movie directed by David Ayers. Uh, written and directed by David Ayers. David Ayers did uh, End of Watch, Sabotage, uh, Fury. Uh, stars Will Smith, Margot Robbie, Joel Kinnaman, Jared Leto. Leto? Leto? I believe it's Leto. Leto, Jared Leto, and uh, Viola Davis. And... Um, it is the story about a secret government agency recruits some of the most dangerous incarcerated supervillains to form a defense task force. Their first mission, save the world from the apocalypse. Uh, this movie is part of the DCEU, so it ties into uh, Batman Ben Affleck. And um, that's it. That's all we see, right? Oh, that's, Flash. Flash is in it for a little bit. Yeah, you see Flash. Yeah, Flash but captures yeah, one of the... It lets us know that that's part of this world. Um... Had, did you watch uh, Suicide Squad in preparation? I did. For this. What were your thoughts on the Suicide Squad? Suicide um, Squad. My thoughts were, um, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't remember when Will Smith lost his Will Smith charm. Yeah. But he's done lost it, um, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Can I tell you? Uh, so, Will Smith, leading up to this, the two movies leading so it's 2016, before this we get Focus which I actually, I think it's like sneaky, entertaining, and concussion. And then after this, he goes on to do Bright and Collateral Beauty. I still want to watch Bright yeah. on the record. I still want to watch Bright. What about the, isn't there a new Bad Boys movie? Yeah, they, 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 those were just the two immediately after. Okay. Since then, he, yeah. he does um, Gemini Man, which isn't very good. Bad Boys for Life, which is actually the third one, which is, yeah, that was fun. You know, but that's... I think that has a lot more to do with being bad boys than, right. but yeah. We'll yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Is that this King Richard movie that I watched the trailer for? You know, it's a biopic, but I was like, yeah, it looks good. Hmm. You know, it's, like, it's more drama, I mean, Will Smith. I, I like Will Smith. I just, I don't know what happened. I didn't really like him in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, the, the movie itself, it's fine. I, I, I tried my best to, like, and I think because I was trying so hard, I was constantly doing it. I was uh-huh. like, trying my best to not keep telling myself, this is DC's answer to Avengers. Right. That's what I was trying so hard not to do. Yeah. Because I feel like Justice League may have tried to bend their answer to Avengers, but yeah. it failed. So then they tried again with something else. Yeah. To try to make it a little more, oh, well, Avengers is this like fan- this this family thing. Let's go the opposite way. Right. Let's make a art, art, you know, R-rated like edgy, you know, DC adventures. Yeah. And so I think by doing that, I just started reinforcing that to me. Um. It's okay though. The the main uh, conflict in the film is stupid. Yeah. Uh, that character is stupid. The, the final battle is stupid. It's, it's um, it also asks the question, sometimes Marvel has an issue with this where it's like a minor character. And these are, you know, 
Superman exists in this world. That villain, where where was Superman? Ex- yeah. Like the crime, the, the crime being committed was so grand that this feels like a job for Wonder Woman and Superman and Batman. Yeah. And and part of me I was thinking that well, but then I was like, well, I don't know what happened in Justice League, so maybe something happened that. Or Batman Superman versus Superman. I haven't seen that yet. That's either. true. So I'm like, I, I don't know, know what the timeline. Was. Yeah, I don't know what happened. So maybe yeah. they're unavailable because yeah. of this. But then, uh, Killer Croc looks stupid. Yeah. Um, Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Was like probably the coolest character. They got no screen time. Oh, good. So he ended say, up being stupid. He was my favorite character. That really every character. There's. Nothing given to anybody. Else. Yeah, um, they try to do something like Harley and uh, and uh, Deadshot, but I ultimately don't care. And it took so long to get it. Yeah, get there. And and that being said, though, um, Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Yeah, she's great. It is she is perfect for that role. Yeah. Um, I mean, my only lead up to Harley Quinn has been the animated series uh-huh. and and a few like video game cameos. But you know, she was created. In Batman the Animated Series, yeah. uh, and she's just like one of the most polarizing characters from that series. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't have cared less who they cast as Harley Quinn in a live action, but they cast the right person. Yeah, they, they definitely nailed it. Yeah, she's fantastic. She, she, she's Absolutely good. fantastic. She probably is the best. I mean, there's so many characters. Uh, you, you left off Diablo, who was stupid. Diablo is so stupid. They introduced a character, uh, Slipknot. Simply there to demonstrate that um, the characters can die, even though it's the Suicide Squad. And they all make it to the end. Um, Which one's Slipknot? Yeah, right. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's introduced, but he doesn't get the backstory like everybody else. You go, oh, that guy's oh, just fucking. Oh, the guy die. just shows up. He shows up. Yeah, and flag uh, Captain Exposition. He's like he tie any knot. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, wow, what a superpower. Cool superpower. And then he tries to escape and he gets his head blown off. That's right. So he's simply there to demonstrate that, yes, we will blow blow, yeah. blow your head up. Um, now, that being said, though I did not really like Colonel Flagg, yeah. I like Joel Kinnaman. Yes, I do I do like him. As and an ever since I saw the kill, well, started watching The Killing years ago, mm-hmm. um, but he, he he did, you're right, Captain Exposition. Yeah. He was there for that and he got it done. Oh, I mean, <laughs> but in the, and this is just Awful writing because yeah. I mean, when he introduced Katana, and she's like, "This Katana, she's got my back." Her, That's it. She just shows up. Yeah, but then he, if you try anything, she'll slice you up, and that'll be bad for you because her sword captures the souls of those that it slices down. Yeah. Or <laughs> this movie's that uh, sword has a soul for husband. Five years old. Uh, there's a part where they're explaining what the final mission is. We gotta we gotta get the heart. You know. That that's the key, and then the heart is made available. You know, as action movies, you know, it's there. And then he yells to Deadshot, "The heart, it's there. Do it!" It's like we're we're watching the we movie know. too. We know. Uh, but I I did not. I, I, my frustration came in the first thirty minutes where, and this is what I wrote: Rolling Stone needle drop, long exposition, Kanye West needle drop, shot of short shorts, CCR needle drop. There's so the music is almost distracting. It's like they just got a budget, and we're like, boom, drop it. We're right, introducing yeah. Deadshot. Buy this song. Boom. Pay the Stones what they want. Pay Kanye what he wants. It was like a Spotify yeah. shuffle. They're just hitting next. It's like, here's Deadshot introduction. Here's a song. Here's Harley Quinn. Here's her song. Then we get introduced. We get introduced to Deadshot. We get introduced to Harley Quinn. 
Then we get introduced to Viola Davis's character, Amanda Waller, who then introduces us to Deadshot and Harley Quinn again. Yeah. Gives us the backstory. I was like, and we're 30 minutes into this movie and we are still being introduced to the team. And that's interesting, like you mentioned the music, because like the, the opening music, I'm like, fuck yeah, because you know, I'm a rocker, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't like, I'm, I'm not like anti-Kanye West. I, yeah. You know, he's, people like his music. It's fine. Yeah. You know? That song's, I, I like and, that song. That yeah, song's dope. It's, it's a fun song. And, and so, like, they get you going, and I'm like, and I always like really good use of music in yes. movies. I love it. And oh, yeah, there's a different, like, what Scorsese does. Right. Versus, like, what this movie was doing, where it's... Yeah, and, but you're right. It was distracting. Yeah. Like, every scene had, like, a hit song. Yeah. And you're just like, well, am I supposed to be, like, am I, should I have headphones on and be rocking out right now, or, or what? We'll get into it when we get into the suit, but James Gunn, there, yeah, there's a lot of popular we'll songs. We'll get into it, because of, yeah. Yeah. But he's got a background in, in yeah. using music in a good way. Maybe it's used a little better in The Suicide. Yeah. I, I don't know what that difference is, but when you're watching, y- you feel it. Like, yeah. Watching the Suicide Squad, it was distracting versus like watching it on The Suicide Squad, where I was already aware of like the music drops. I was like, yeah, these make sense where, yeah. where they're being placed. Um, yeah, so... Suicide Squad, uh, it's 26% on Rotten Tomato based on 384 reviews. Uh, the critical consensus is both a talented cast and a little more humor than previous DCEU efforts, but they aren't enough to save the disappointing end result from a muddled plot, thinly written characters, and choppy directing. That sums it up very nicely. Yeah, they, 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 they do it for us. Yeah. Uh, had a $175 million budget. Box office is $746 million. So it was a financial success. Yeah, so DC's like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> well, the reviews are bad enough. They go, yeah, we'll just give this to somebody else. But this is this is a property that is financially successful, so we are going to move forward with it. Um, which they do, yeah. So, what's that? Five years later, we get The Suicide Squad. Can, can, I, can I make a mention here? Yeah. I did a little extra homework. Okay. I squeezed in Birds of Prey. Oh, yeah. So, okay. In between. I had not seen it. Yeah. And I thought, maybe I should watch it. So, I did. I squeezed in Birds of Prey, The Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Yeah. What'd you do that? It's way better than Suicide Squad. That's for damn sure. You know, and I I, I recently watched it myself, and I think it was kind of when I did Justice League, which I, I, I hated. And then we did the Wonder Woman movies, which... Like, yeah, the first one's okay. The second one's awful. <laughs> and so I watched Harley Quinn. And I said, this is the best one. It's not great. Yeah. This would probably be, like, you know, outside the top five of a Marvel movie. But it's different. It feels different than... It feels different than the Marvel... Like, all the Marvel movies feel the same. This feels like a different thing they're doing. Yeah. It's it's more comic-y. It's fun. Margot Robbie's great. They put her front center stage and just lets her... Let's her do her thing. I liked all the supporting casts. I I enjoyed it yeah. um, a lot. Um, I I am really baffled why Mary Elizabeth Win- Winstead doesn't get more like mainstream. Like I mean, yeah. it's a mainstream movie, but like I think she is so great. Why can't she? Yeah. Get a lead. She's probably. Um, yeah, it's mainstream movie. She's the fourth. Yeah, and then yeah. um, uh, Smollett. What's her first name? Uh, not Jesse. That's her brother. Jesse. 
But she's in yeah. um, uh, uh, Lovecraft Country. Yes. I think she's fantastic. Uh, and and it, watching it just made me sad that Lovecraft Country got canceled. Yeah. Which I baffles me. I mean, I get it. They're out of source material, but make some up. Yeah. It's such a good show. But, I, I mean, I and, and, and Rosie Perez, I was like, man, when's the last time I saw Rosie Perez? Rosie? You still rule. <laughs> yeah. You still rule. Yeah. Um, Journey. Journey Smollett. Journey Smollett. Journey Smollett. Um, I know they all, I think it was like four of them who act, and I think they all had J names. Okay. Um, yeah. I, Rosie Perez. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I think she has a Netflix movie coming out. For sure. She plays some sort of hitman. I just think, I think she's great. Like, when I when I saw her in Scott Pilgrim, I think that might be the first movie I, I saw her in. I was like, oh, she's great. Yeah. And then uh, we did The Thing remake. The Thing remake, She was yeah. awesome in that. Uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Cloverfield Lane, yeah. Season of Fargo. Yeah, I, I, that's another way. I, as you brought up, like, why isn't she in more stuff? She, she should be bigger. She's a great actress. She's beautiful. Like She has everything. Like, yeah, she should just be starring in movies. Yeah, I don't know why she's not, a, uh, like, at an Emma Stone level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway. Hopefully this Hitman movie is... is yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they'll do it. Uh, yeah, so I did a little extra homework yeah. and it, I enjoyed it. So yeah, if, if you follow in the... So it goes uh, Suicide Squad, The Emancipation of Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Uh, and then we get Suicide Squad, um, where Harley Quinn returns, Margot Robbie. Uh, this time, uh, James Gunn has taken over writing and directing. He, of course, we know from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Um, Slither, Super. Uh, we get Margot Robbie returning, uh, along with Joel Kinnaman. And Viola Davis, but then they're um, also brought on as Idris Elba, John Cena, Sylvester uh, Stallone does a, uh, is in the movie, and then uh, just a slew of um, hey those guys. There's a, there's a lot of a lot of famous people in this. Uh, Nathan Fillion, Pete Davidson, the yeah, I feel like uh, the beginning. Everyone's like, oh yeah, I know that guy. I know that guy. Yeah. Um, the Suicide Squad comes out in 2021. It is, uh, so it is a sequel to the first Suicide Squad. It's, uh, supervillains Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and a collection of nutty cons at Bell Reef Prison join the super-secret, super-shady Task Force X as they are dropped off at the remote, enemy-infused island of Corto Maltese. Um, as a tagline, they're dying to save the world. Uh, what are your initial, just your overall thought of, uh, The Suicide Squad? Better? Yeah. Still, I don't think great. But better, yeah. I I agree. It this is my problem with DC movies. It's like, yeah, this is good compared to the yeah. rest, but it's not. It's not great. Okay. Uh, it's fun. I enjoyed it, and uh, it, you know, it, this wasn't a problem with the first one. It wasn't a problem with this one. The characters, yeah, you know, the, the people who were acting in these movies are all fine. They're all, they're all good. I liked it. Yeah. So it, it, it's a character driven thing, and um, you know, got some good actors in it. Um, Let's see. Okay, we'll get into the plot, and we'll break down break down the film. Um, yeah. So, the Suicide Squad. It starts with uh, Intelligence Officer Amanda Waller, played by Viola Davis, returning from uh, the original Suicide Squad. Assembles two Task Force X teams, known as the Suicide Squad, comprised of Bell Reeve Penitentiary inmates who agreed to carry out missions for Waller in exchange for the lighter sentence. Um, they are sent to the South American island nation of Corto Maltese. After its government is overthrown by an anti-American regime and are tasked with destroying a Nazi-era laboratory, which holds a secretive experiment known as Project Starfish. Uh, 
Uh, one team is led by Colonel Rick Flagg from the first movie, played by Joel Kinnaman. Uh, they're mostly wiped out by Corto Maltese military upon landing. Uh, this that team yeah, has like Pete Davidson, um, uh, who's uh, the guy who's in all the Guardian movies, um, or all of James Gunn's movies. Uh, I can never remember his name. Uh, 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 God, I want to say Mickey Rourke, but that's not it. Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker is in it, and then Harley Quinn and um, Captain. Everyone's Captain to me. Is it Captain Boomerang? I think it's, it's Colonel Flag and Captain I think Boomerang. It's Captain Boomerang. Okay, I don't know. I, think, he's, I don't know if he I think served it's Captain in the Australian military, but yeah, he's Captain Captain Boomerang. Um, so he returns for this, uh, but uh, um, that team is mostly uh, wiped out. Uh, this distraction allows the other team to enter the country undetected. The second team is led by Assassin Bloodsport, played by Idris Elba, who accepts the mission in order. to to prevent his daughter from being incarcerated at Belle Reve, and consists of Peacemaker, played by John Cena, King Shark, voiced by Sylvester Stallone, Polka Dot Man, and Rat Catcher 2. Um, they find Flag at a base camp for rebel soldiers and convince rebellion leader Sol Saria to assist them. Harley Quinn survives the attack of the first team and is taken captive by Cortomotis government. She learns of the new regime's plan to use Project Starfish against other nations. Uh, in the Corto Maltese capital, the second team captures the Thinker, the lead scientist in charge of Project Starfish. Harley escapes and joins the others, who use the Thinker to bring him to the laboratory. There, uh, let's see, most of the squad rigs the facility with explosives as Flag, Ratcatcher 2, enter the underground laboratory with the Thinker. He reveals that Star Project Starfish is Starro the Conqueror, a giant alien starfish that creates smaller versions of itself to kill people and take control of their bodies. Starro was brought to Earth by the U.S. government, who have been secretly funding experiments on him in Corto Maltese for the past 30 years, using thousands of the island's citizens as test subjects. So now the Suicide Squad is left with the decision of completing the mission or saving... Doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. Um, let's just kind of break down. What, what's the, what were the positive takeaways from the Suicide Squad? What worked for you? Um, I feel like it's more of a... more satirical... Does that make sense? It's kind of doesn't take itself as seriously. I wrote cartoony. Okay, which yeah, it, it was in my po positives. Is yeah. that this was cartoony? If one thing I like about a movie like this, which I liked about Deadpool, which I like about Harley Quinn, it feels different. Yeah, we get so many superhero movies, and so I like when this feels a bit different. Yeah, it looks different. It's kind of directed differently. Uh, yeah, I mean, super bloody. Super. It's bloody. not you know in a world where every movie is supposed to be like oh this is this is the gritty Batman yeah. this is the gritty Captain America this was like no nah, it's comic book movie we're gonna movies. blow people up yeah we're gonna uh, cut heads off yeah we're cutting heads off we're slim throats yeah there's gonna be a comical amount of blood every time someone's shot it kind of um, it kind of reminded me of like Kick Ass mm. which you know I mean super yeah movie but any, but yeah like I. That was a positive for me. It was it was yeah more comic y. Yeah. Um, good cast, I thought. Um, like they, you know, we got. <laughs> maybe we t we'll talk about it later, but um, just just like how I hated King Croc. Yeah. I love the creature roles in this one. Like love shark lo like. King Croc looked like crap. Yes. King Shark, or Killer Croc looked like crap. King Shark or Ottawale, whatever his name was. Yeah. 
looked awesome. Yeah. But Weasel, who we meet early, looked really freaking terrible. And I'm starting to think now, on purpose. Yeah, I think Weasel... Yes, I, I think Weasel... Especially when you see King Shark, it's like, yeah, he's supposed to look shitty, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I... I it, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Then, but then, the... Starro... He didn't look shitty, he just... He looked dumb. <laughs> they clearly... I'm torn on it, because... To me, this movie, I know it's a seek a quote unquote sequel. Right. I feel like it's a restart. Yeah, I, I think it's a it, it's in in a world where there's reboots, remix, reimagined. This is this is a, a reboot. Yeah, you know, rebooting. I mean, they I don't know. discount the first movie. Right, but it's still canon. Yeah, but will. they don't acknowledge it really, except Not, that Harley Quinn, Boomerang, Flag have a prior relationship. Yeah, there's. A couple small allusions to it. Yeah. But to me, it's a full restart. Yeah. And you can't get. Bloodshot is Deadshot, right? Bloodsport is. Right, that's my thing. Which characters are invented? Yeah. Every character, so I do doing some research, every character is a DC comic book okay. character. Okay. James Gunn went through went through and he he selected these characters to appear in the movie. Okay. But Bloodsport's origin. Backstory, it mirrors. It's Deadshot. exactly the same as Deadshot. Yeah. Um, just some background on that. Will Smith could not do the movie due to a scheduling conflict, so Iris Elba was originally brought on to replace him, and then they had the thought, "We'll just make him a different character in case Will Smith ever." I think that is a smart move. It is. It's you have so many characters to choose from. Yeah. But watching you go. There's a lot of similarities between Deadshot right. and Bloodsport. That's but that's brilliant. the daughters and yeah, like that's, leave the door open. Yeah, you can get you have Bloodsport and Deadshot yep. in a movie. Um, and you know we we talked about Will Smith kind of losing whatever the Will Smith thing he had, but yeah, I'd like to see Will Smith and I just all share the screen together. Yeah, I mean you know if maybe James Gunn makes the difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Pulls like, it out of him. Yeah, he, he clearly has a. A better grip on how to make an action movie funny, but not not let it takes over. I, I, I James Gunn is really good at combining a action movie with humor. Without, as you said, they're not comedies though. But he right. does a really good job of adding humor to a comedy movie. And I do think the David Ayer's movie that Will Smith's in, he has some Will Smith. Ish, you know, when he's doing the target practicing and he's kind of, t- you know, he's got swagger. Yeah, but he, he doesn't have anything to say. Yeah, where I think James Gunn would actually give him the opportunity um, to kind of show his personality a bit. Um, what? Why do you think about John Cena, the actor? I think this movie in particular is the turning point for John Cena. He and that Jay, I never. I, I always I get a kick out of seeing John Cena on screen because the guy looks like a cartoon character. Like, right. Yeah. He looks like a comic book character. He looks like a comic yeah. book character. So when he shows up in like Trainwreck or he showed up in uh, like Blockers, I'm like, yeah, it's fun. It's John. He's really big, but he's playing a sensitive guy. That's a fun role. Um, but this seeing him in 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 this, like James Gunn was he got like something very funny out of yeah. John Cena. I think this 
this may be the turning point in John Cena's yeah. like at career. And I, he was good. Yeah. And I can and I think, I mean, you look at the success the Rock has had. Mm-hmm. A lot of those professional wrestlers can't make the transition. You know, I think there's three and, who've done it, and, and, and the ones like The Rock. I love The Rock now, but I remember like, I mean, he's had some, he's had some shitty shit. Oh, there was a he you has know? a stretch of garbage. You know, even even the rundown was like his probably like his first like yeah real like movie movie where you're like oh The Rock's an actor now yeah. Um, he was not very good in that. The movie just happened to be really fun. Yes. But he's come so far. Yeah. He didn't unlock that rock charisma that he can kind of do now. And that was, that was like the first one. And you go, oh, this was good. I can't wait to see The Rock. And then yeah. he just, like, walking tall. And then... You're like, goes, oh, yeah, just figures. Yeah. Figures. Professional wrestlers, they can't, they can't yeah. do it. I think the guy who had the most success jumping right out the gate was, like, Batista. He's, 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 he's excellent. Yeah. Batista's excellent. And that's it. It's, it's John Cena, The Rock, and Batista. I think it was yeah. you know, you know, Jesse the Body Ventura, maybe. Right. But right. his roles are so small and just like gun yeah, guy. He, he's always just been like, oh, but he's yeah, he's the wrestler action yeah. guy now. Yeah. Hulk Hogan did his run. Those movies are all like Mr. Nanny. Yeah. Man, those are all shitty. You know, Roddy Piper did like, um, uh, it was the um, They Live and. I don't know if that's a great acting performance by by by, yeah. Roddy, by and then, yeah. Those are the three, and yeah. I, you know, Batista. I think found, I think he was the guy, and he, it's funny. He's the most cartoonish looking of the of all of them. And, and you know what's funny is like if you would have had me name the three that you were thinking of, yeah. I wouldn't have dropped Batista because to I after Blade Runner, yeah. I'm like Batista's an actor. He's just an actor. I just wouldn't even have. I'd be like, Bautista's an actor. Mm-hmm. I never thought, oh yeah, he was a wrestler. No. Rock's the most successful of them, but he's the best actor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think we talked about it in the Blade Runner episode that, I don't know, none of, none of them are going to win the Academy Award, but if you told me one of them is going to, I'd, I'd say it's going to be Bautista. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other positives for you? Um, man, I don't, you know, that, 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 that final boss is so bad but it's so bad is it good you know what i mean yeah i wrote um that i, I wrote ghostbusters question mark sure about the stay puff marshmallow man because the, the it's so cartoon i don't know if the movie was funny enough to justify the final boss looking like it did but that's kind of what it reminded me of was like the stay puff marshmallow man yeah. like, this thing was fucking silly yeah, and, and then, not like bad CGI. It just it was silly, like it and, was purple and, I, and pink, and I, I, I don't know if I I disliked it or I don't yeah. know if I I hated how dumb it looked or loved how dumb it looked. And then starfish face that made the, all the people walking around with starfish on their face. That I I liked that. Yeah. Um, another positive for me was uh, though a, a a large part of the film was Harley Quinn. It did seem like they they. Had her step back a little bit. Yeah. Um, she still was there, and she Margot Robbie still owns it. She still plays a really good like. What's her superpower? She's fucking crazy. Yes. You know, and that and that, it still worked. Just pulled it back a little bit. I mean, she had her. She is in the first one. She had her own movie. Yeah. 
She, uh, background on that, she, she had a conversation with James Gunn and said that she believes her character works best as an agent of chaos, where the fo- focal point isn't on her, but that she can come in and just be her 100%, but not have to have maybe necessarily the emotional, you know, the, your lead character, you know, you have, you know, your, the hero's journey, right? You know? Yeah. I just thought it was probably the lead of this movie. Yeah. You know, he starts, ah, he's not a leader, and then, he, you know, the, it goes up, and then back, you know, it, it, Hero's yeah. arc of, of a story, um, and so the fact that it's not her and she gets to just be, she just comes in, steals a scene, yeah, and then is and then steps away, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I had that, um, and then just kind of like a thing that occurred in the movie that I I liked every time it happened was uh, the polka dot man and his mom. <laughs> every time his yeah. mom showed up on screen. It, I was like, "Yep, that's good. That was really that's good stuff. Uh, that was really funny. Yeah, that was that was awesome. The end one, <laughs> she's looking at her. Bloodsport's like, it's your mom, <laughs> and then he looks and it, it's just she's in buildings. It's great. Um, all right, what what didn't work for you? Um, what didn't work? I don't. It wasn't Avengers. I don't know. Like I still had that thought. This right. is the, this is trying again. Um. Maybe the the final fight didn't work for me. I don't know. I, I've been over it. Um, Do you think the movie was over directed? That's why I. There, there's a lot of transitions. There's a lot of like flashbacks. There's a lot. Some of them work for me. Like with the, I think the first time, like a title card kind of comes up naturally. You know. Uh, or, or in the thing, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then it happens a lot. I'm like, yeah, maybe overdoing it with these. And then the final one where it's Star and it's Starro versus the Suicide Squad is. Like, you're, there, there were times where like, I felt the movie was pausing. Uh, I think the, the best example of this is, is there's a. There's a. Um, there's a. Uh, exciting moment uh, between one of the Suicide Squad members. And you're like, oh, what's going to happen? And then it cuts to. And this is eight minutes earlier. And then yeah. it cuts to something else. And then you know it's gonna, these two events are going to meet up together. But it was like, we were just, I was right in the scene and then you took it out. And now you kind of hit the reset on it. You know, I, I didn't I didn't find that as, as a problem, yeah. personally. There, there were a few. Uh, and then there was another one. There's a fight scene and the guy stabs a guy in the chest. Which, I understand what's happening. I see what's going on. But then it cuts to inside the guy's body. To show that his heart was pierced, and yeah, that was that was an interesting. Uh, yeah, it was just an interesting choice. Where I was like, it just let the let the actor tell me that this that's a fatal blow, which he did. Uh, I got it from from the guy's face and what he says, and him falling over dead. I was like, yeah, that guy's probably dead. Yeah, but he had it just like nah, but it got him in the heart. Um, yeah, it's I just. Where like the music got distracting the first one, this one I, I definitely noticed some of the, um, some of the, the the style choices and some worked, some were great. I mean, this movie, it's almost like a B level type of like blood and gore, which I did like. But then when Rat Catcher Two's telling, Rat Catcher has like a moment, like a heroic moment, and we're like deep into the movie, a two hour fifteen minute movie. We're deep into the final act of this movie. She does something, and then it cuts to a flashback scene. Yeah, in then, the middle of the final and, fight, and then we get her origin story. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, even though on the bus she gives us an origin story, and it's done in the window. Yeah, 
which I was like, oh, that's a stylized choice, which I was like, I don't hate that. But then, yeah, the city doesn't belong to you. It belongs to them. Flashback. I was like, we're, we're in it. We're in the fight scene. There's just there's some of those moments that just kind of took me out, especially because it's a two-hour, 15-minute movie. Yeah. They, you, they, you start to see those, you go, I see hey. what you mean. kind of broke up the, broke up the, the action. Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, kind of stopped. Cho- the flow was like choppy, especially in these big action scenes. Yeah. Um, and then I was about your runtime. It's just it's a uh, I didn't write the runtime, but it's two hours fifty minutes. Uh, and so there are. That's when I start to notice like, oh, we could have cut that. Harley Quinn, the date with the um, the president. Was like, you could have cut that. Yeah, I I, I could have got exactly what was going on from the guy saying you'll be my wife. To them having their, you know, oh, they're gonna have sex. To post sex, her doing, you know, whatever it is she was gonna do. I, like, I could have got, yep, that would have told me the exact same Harley Quinn story, without this forty seconds of them going on a date. Yeah, they want to like humanize Harley Quinn, which almost took me, which I was almost angry about because you watch the Emancipation of Harley Quinn, and it's like, what? Because the guy's super hot that she turns into this like. Gaga yeah, girl. It was, it was out of character. Yes. Yeah. When she sees herself in the mirror because she's done makeup, she's like, "I'm a princess." It's like, you're you know you're hot. You're Harley Quinn. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you don't need you don't need to be put in a dress and had makeup to be like, "Oh, I'm a pretty girl." And this guy's coming to pull. Oh, he's so hot. Wow. I'm you know Gaga for this guy all of a sudden. It's like, no, you're Harley. And then you know she redeems herself by the end. It's like, okay, she's she's Harley Quinn, but there's like this two three minute stretch where. Like what was the previous movie was right. was for? You know, that those are all great points. Yeah. Um, something that comes to mind now that we're t- kind of talking about this is, I feel like I got origin stories of characters I didn't really need origin stories for. Um, Rat Catcher Two. Yeah, I got it. She's got a wand. She cor- controls rats. I don't need an origin. I don't like. Cool, you got Taika Waititi. Like, right, to do a cameo. Yeah, like, great. He's in every... I see him in every movie I watch now, I swear. he was. I think he was in Beckett. I don't know. Like, I feel like I see him everywhere. Yeah. And I love the guy, so maybe that's why. Yeah. But... You're seeking out Taika Waititi. Yeah, like, do I care about Ratcatcher 2? No, I get it. She controls rats. No, I'm more interested on Polka Dot Man. Right. What's the hell? What, what's with... Okay, he hates his mom. He's... Yeah. Okay. Uh, King Shark. Always a shark? I don't know. Uh, Weasel can't swim. Would have been way funnier if King Shark couldn't swim. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I think yeah, we get too much Ratcatcher too, and almost too much Polka Dot Man. When he they pause in the jungle for him to give his backstory, I, we get Ratcatcher 2's backstory. Amanda Waller gives it to us in the prison, and I was like, that's perfect. When right. John Cena, Peacemaker goes. We couldn't get Ratcatcher one, and she, and she goes. Ratcatcher one was her dad. This is right, you know, boom. We get it. Boom. I I now get her story. I don't need two flashbacks right. of her emotional... She got too, yeah, she got too much. Her and... Yeah, because we, we get... Ratcatcher 1 was her dad. Then the conversations between Bloodsport and Ratcatcher 2, I now know everything I need. I get her dynamic. I get his dynamic between those two characters. She lost her father. He doesn't have the daughter relationship that he wants. And now these two are kind of forming a bond. We don't need flashbacks because... The characters on screen are telling us what we need to know just through conversation and, and their acting. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Polka Dot Man could have just been like, 
when he says, uh, I don't kill people, or I just picture him all as my mom. I was like, yeah, I, okay, his mom was a bad. And then John Cena. But I want to know more about his condition. <laughs> yeah. Peacemaker saying, uh, calling him Norman Bates. I was like, I get it. That yeah. was funny. That was funny, yeah. And then we don't get a Peacemaker back, background at all, which I guess works out um, yeah. for his character. But yeah, like, King Shark, Amanda Waller introduces King Shark, and, and she goes, he might have been a descendant from the shark god, and then she like rolls her eyes. <laughs> Boom, I got it. He may or may not be the descendant of a shark god. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, then we just kind of get the, these long ones, which they weren't as bad as the first one, but th- they are noticeable when when you get them. Yeah. Um, back to the good, just because we're talking about um, Peacemaker. Uh, the uh, anything you can do, I can do better. As they're going through the village, him and Bloodshot, uh, a Bloodsport. I, I did like that. And it just turns out they killed a bunch of. Innocent people. <laughs> the reveal that that was, that was fantastic. They're on the good side. Yeah. At one point, Peacemaker grabs an axe. There's a guy sleeping, injured, possibly on a bed, unconscious on a bed. And the way he just axes him three <laughs> times as he walks up him was great. Uh, yeah, I, I, I did. I did like that. Um, and then there's this part where he pulls out the blowgun. Yeah. It was just so ridiculous. Uh-huh. Like he's killed people with axes. He had a hand cannon, mm-hmm. little bullet gun off the belt. Pew, pew, pew. I like a blood sport. I thought was a cool superhero villain type guy. When he, yeah. the final fight scene, when it, that's when it clicked. It was like, oh, he just has a bunch of weapons on. Yeah, him. I thought he was cool. I, I yeah. liked him. I liked yeah. his mask. Looks super, super cool. Yeah, yeah. And he just like, you know, oh, he has a blowtorch. He has a sword. He has guns. He has knives. Uh, I like that. I like the introduction of Peacemaker, where Amanda Waller says anything in his hands becomes a deadly weapon, uh, and it's the exact same intro she gave for Bloodsport. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. Okay, so yeah, we kind of been comparing the two. Would you like to see a sequel to this version of the Suicide Squad? I would actually. I think it is good. A good building block yeah. that they have recreated. Did you stay for the entire movie? I did. post credit scene. I did. So, yeah. I don't believe the first one had this, although I think with any superhero movie, you just assume there might be a part two. This one definitely seems like they're setting up a more of this version yeah. of the Suicide Squad. So. Yeah. And I, I, I'd watch it. I yeah. think it's, it's, it's a cool concept that you can just rotate villains. Um, it is very cool. And, but... You have your core of Harley Quinn and maybe now Idris Elba that you can add add to them. Yeah, and you know it was interesting too. For like, I see it as kind of a reboot of their old, their already like yeah. six monetarily successful franchise. But then I don't know if I don't know if did, did James gonna write it? Yeah, he, he's listed as writing directing. But so I feel like he there's. So the end of one, I, I feel like he he took it and is like, I'm fixing this. Yeah. And the end of one, like the only prisoner that like really doesn't get any leeway is Captain Boomerang, right? Yeah, he's like in solitary. Yeah. So we bring him back and, and we were reintroduced to him. I'm like, oh, okay, that's why they kept you know got Captain Boomerang back here. Uh-huh. And then, but that whole opening scene is really kind of a red herring. Um, yeah. All those, they all get killed. Except yeah. the flag. And Harley. And so, and then we're like, cut over to other 
to other squad, Squad X. Mm-hmm. And so, I, like, I feel like that was James Gunn's, like, all right, kind of connect to the old one, but I'm doing a straight fix. Yeah, the red hair, I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's funny, le- leading up to this movie and the, the uh, press for it, a lot of John Cena doing press, I, I've seen, um, he's done it all in, John Cena keeps showing up on my YouTube for like GQ or Wired Magazine, promoting this movie dressed as the Peacemaker. <laughs> um, but a guy I've heard on podcasts and you know promoting Suicide Squad is Pete Davidson and Flula Borg, who played uh, the Javelin. And those guys aren't in the movie that much, <laughs> but they, they're promoting it. And so, yeah, yeah it, going out, I, I would assume, I was heard pot, three different podcasts with Flula, Flula Borg, and I was like, oh, he's going to be a big part of this movie. He's not. No. Uh, he's tiny. But he's promoting it. Yeah. He's saying, hey, yeah, I'm in the Suicide Squad. Um, yeah. And, you know, with a soft reboot, if there's another The Suicide Squad, I don't know, This Suicide Squad? I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, you could bring back Killer Croc and make him look better. You can try. Yeah. Or maybe that is, like, this funny part of, like, the movie is how Killer Croc doesn't look very cool. <laughs> he stands that the next iteration you get uh, you get Harley, you have your 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 blood sport, you have two other characters and guys I've never heard of. Uh, but then you, you have King Shark and Killer Croc and they're kind of a are we redundant kind of thing. Right. Yeah. You know, this is another positive that I just thought of. Uh-huh. The end of Suicide Squad. They all have this like superhero moment. We're talking about all these criminals. Yeah. They all of a sudden have this superhero moment. The Suicide Squad, even the the heroics in the end, still didn't feel superhero-y. Like, hey, you're a shark. You're hungry. Go eat. Yeah. Harley, just like, put a hole in that thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And the payoff of, yeah, okay, we did something heroic, but why did we do it for? And him being able to use leverage against yeah. Amanda Waller and say, hey, I, I'm kind of blackmailing you now. Yeah. yeah. And Harley's like, Flag was my friend. Well, he was my friend too, but here's the deal. Right. I'm doing it. Yeah. Because we're getting screwed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, where the Suicide Squad, I mean, it's a bad movie. And then at the end, it almost feels Amanda Waller, like she's kind of the most villainous yeah, person in absolutely. these movies. Yeah. This one, she kind of gets some comeuppance. Yeah. Like they, they best her. Yeah. In the first one, they all just end up back in prison, but Killer Croc got BET. I would ask for a whole cable package, not just one, <laughs> not just one channel. I'd be like, hey, I want the 400 channel cable yeah. package, not just... You want a full DirecTV? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, NFL Sunday ticket? Yeah, I want, I want that. Yeah, not just uh, one channel <laughs> or an espresso machine. Yeah. Um, what about another remake, another soft reboot? In the hands of another director. Ooh, man. Who would we give it to? Ooh. Um, yeah, if you're going to tell me Tarantino's going to redo the Suicide Squad, yeah, yeah I'm in. That. Absolutely. There's going to be such quippy dialogue. Yeah. Chris, Christoph Waltz is going to show up as some crazy... Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, you can do Tarantino. Maybe not like a, another genre guy. Maybe you can do like Jordan Peele. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, go full horror on horror, that The horror Suicide yeah. Squad. Um... Wes Anderson? Oh, could you... 
That could be fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, some uh, whimsical music. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, direction you gotta go with. Maybe it. some weird claymation scenes. Yeah. A lot of those like shots where the, where the character's very centered against a very uh, bright colored wall. Yeah. You know? Yeah. A lot of those. Um, yeah. Suicide Squad. Uh, so... It's uh, a recent release. It had a budget of $185 million. Uh, currently, just as a box office, $118 million. But that was $26 million opening weekend, and it was the best R-rated opening post-pandemic. So That's something to... Yeah. Yeah, that's good. C- c- coming back. Um, now, question. Yeah. I don't know if you did any research in this. James Gunn did Guardians of the Galaxy 1 yes. and 2. I feel like... I heard he was fired off of three. He was fired off of two. He was fired off of two. Yeah, I believe. I believe he was okay. fired off of two. So then did Warner Brothers come in and just be like, uh, come to us, sir. And Yeah, I believe the tell, timeline. Tell, tell Mickey Mouse to shove it up his ass. Yeah. Jeez, um, now I'm trying to think. Cause I believe the timeline is it's Guardians 1, Guardians 2 is ready to do some old tweets get resurfaced that like it's bad comedy but it's nothing awful disney overreacts fires him immediately he gets the job of writing suicide squad mm. so he he writes the movie then disney hires him back to guardians he says i already got this commitment to do dcu which they allow him to do so he does guardians 2 after guardians 2 he then gets the film um Suicide Squad, and then okay. now he's going to do Guardians three. So he's back at Disney. He's back at Disney to do a yeah a third Guardians movie. Interesting. Which who knows when that will come out. No. And then it while it's happening, he makes the movie Brightburn, which I, I didn't watch. I didn't watch either. Yeah. Uh, I bet Michael Rooker's in it. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So I forgot what I do with it. Okay. So yeah. Good. Bad. Remake. We don't really need a remake of this. Um, all right, you have the choice. There's these two movies. You've seen them both now. Which one are you putting on first? Twenty twenty one. Yeah, I'm putting on these two. Yeah, I, these two. That's what I don't think you need to have seen the original to enjoy this. Oh yeah, that's what that's what, that's one of my questions. And, yeah. I don't think you need to see the original to enjoy this. Yeah, yeah. Do you need to see the original to enjoy it? Yeah, I also agree. As far as I'm concerned, seeing this Suicide Squad, seeing the Emancipation of Harley Quinn, Suicide Squad does not exist anymore. Yeah, that I just have so many issues with the final villains mm. in that. It is so stupid. Yeah. It is so stupid. I can't wait for Diablo to come back and oh, gosh. the Suicide Squad. Oh, I know we're talking about the Suicide Squad, but just if we can go back to Suicide Squad and Will Smith losing his fastball, him just keep calling him Essay. I was like, this doesn't sit right with me. No, that no. doesn't seem natural to me. Out of you, no. Uh, yeah, and then finally, uh, the Suicide Squad. Did we need it? Man, no. I'm gonna say no. I I think we I think they could have just put this whole endeavor to bed and I would have been fine with that. Yeah. I don't think we needed it. I it, This isn't a great movie. It, it's fine. It, it's 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 good. You know, it, it's a positive. I'd give this a positive review. It's, it has a 91% on Tomato. That 
I think it's way too high, but I think it's a lot of like, yeah, this is like a C plus. This is a B minus. I think given, you know, what's available to watch in a theater and I mean, I streamed it. Yeah. I assume you streamed it. I streamed it. it, yeah. Cause I thought like, man, I could go see it on a big screen. I, yeah. I thought about it. I briefly thought about yeah. it and I was like, no, I'll just watch it home. Um, I, I think part of that is kind of like the, the social structure we got going on right yeah. now due to the pandemic and stuff that maybe... You think people will be more forgiving? Because... Yeah. We, yeah. I do. I that do. could very well be. Um, I think this has a good... I think it's a good Harley Quinn. I think it's a good Margot Robbie performance. I think I just was good in this. I think John Cena's really good in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I like James Gunn as a director. I think this is a pretty good James Gunn movie. It's not better than Guardians of the Galaxy, but it feels more of like a him movie. You know, which is... How that it's R rated, yeah, and that he gets to be as bloody as he wants and kind of as weird as he wants, maybe almost too weird, as I mentioned, in the over directing. But I part of it does work for me, some of it not always. Uh, so that is, and and it, it does feel different than any than the Wonder Woman's we saw, than any Marvel movie we saw. So that I said, yeah, we needed it. If we're gonna get five comic book movies a year, I like that this one's different. Then, you know, we're going to get a Spider-Man movie. We get the, um, the, um, Shang-Chi, I think, this yeah. week. You know, Black Widow just came out. You know, so that's four right there in 2021. This at least feel, feels like a different movie. Let me ask you something. Yeah. How long, like, time-wise, mm-hmm. of watching Savant throw the racquetball around the cube uh-huh. how long of that would you be willing to watch before you stopped watching it let's say it was just live streaming on, on YouTube oh man or on Twitch like how long how long would you how long do you think you watched before you said I've seen enough I I I take so, the bur- take the canary yeah. out of the picture one of the one of the movies I, I did for my I'll say in a, in a ghost story there is a scene it is a one shot scene you were watching something Similar to the person throwing the ball. It lasts. After the movie, I was like, does anybody else think this was weird? I looked it up. It was like four minutes and 57 seconds. One shot of this person doing this one thing. And I watched it. And I was like, this is great. Then I went, this is awful. What the hell's going on? And then I came over. I was like, this is fucking genius. (laughs) But another minute, I would have turned it off. So one of the reviews was, People got up and walked out of this scene. It's it, nothing gross, nothing, nothing weird. It's it's uh, it's someone eating. It's, it's literally someone eating for five minutes straight. Uh, so I know my limit is at least four minutes fifty seven seconds. But I think another minute I would have turned it off. Okay. So I'm gonna say six minutes of of that. Okay. Because I probably would have done the same. I would have had the same emotions of like, okay, what is this? Yeah, I'm like, oh, something's gonna happen. And then the two minutes pass, and you go, nothing's going to happen. This is genius. And then 30 seconds, you go, this is stupid. What, what is he doing to us? And then then four minutes come around, you're like, no, I get it. This is emotional. This is, yeah, I get what Savannah's is going through and how this is conveying that to me. And then six minutes, I go, this is, what are we doing? <laughs> how long could you go? I think I would have, I think I could have gone 10 plus. There's something so intriguing to me about him having 
X's all over where the uh, ball, knowing where the ball's going to hit depending on where he throws it and being able to hit the marks. There's something about that to me I'm really into. <laughs> just, yes, put on a loop. It's just like, it'd be like watching like a Hitchcock. Uh-huh. It's like, just this like, it's just this game of anticipation, right? He throws it, hits all the marks. Throws it at a different mark, hits all these different marks. And it's like you just watching and like waiting for him to miss. Will he miss? I don't know. He hasn't yet. He didn't again. Is it like anticipating the bad bounce that never comes, but maybe will come if you keep watching? You don't know. Is it akin to watching the DVD logo bounce Yes! Screen, except it's the opposite. It hits every time. Every time. But you're waiting for the one time it doesn't hit the corner. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think I could give a solid 10. Yeah. Oh, and then finally, uh, so we did do, do we need it? How would you grade um, the title of this sequel, technically? It seems so lazy to me, but on purpose, that I'm giving it like four and three quarters out of five stars. Yeah. Just to be, we're the Suicide yeah, Squad. Yeah, yeah. First means thus, it's Suicide Squad, this is the Suicide, the Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah. And maybe it's almost telling us as the audience, like, yeah, there was another movie called Suicide Squad, we're not saying that doesn't exist, but this is the Suicide Squad. Yeah, it just seems so... This so is the one that counts. Outright lazy and stupid that yeah. I think it was on purpose that it works... And the next movie, will, like it will be the this Suicide Squad, this or, suicide or squad. their their Suicide yeah. Squad, or or, or as long something. as it's not Volume Three. <laughs> uh, you're better than that, James Gunn. You can come up with something. Yeah, so uh, Suicide Squad, check it. It's streaming on HBO Max. Um, again, good, not great. I think it's kind of where we both came on. Came on yeah, there. good, not great. I I do think like it is streaming, but I it's in the theater too, and I. I think it could be enjoyable on a big screen. There's yeah. pl- plenty of really cool action in it. Yeah. So. Oh, check that out. Uh, that'll do it. Or, yeah. If you have thoughts on the Suicide Squad, you can uh, email us, dbtgpod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, dbtgpod. Uh, rate, review, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all, all those places you get podcasts. Um, yeah, so that'll do it for this week. We'll be back uh, next week with another movie. Until then, uh, this has been Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Seek One Remix. I'll personally be taking a break from Harley Quinn movies. This whole beach was completely covered in dicks, and somebody said I'd eat every dick until the beach was clean for liberty, I would say no problem. Why would someone put penises all over the beach? Who knows why madmen do what they do? <laughs>